The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation. This is Jared Robinson. So I am the internal marketer for Mike. I've been on a billion podcasts. So if you are a fan of the podcast, then you've heard me before. If this is your first one that you just saw the title and said, you know what, this is my first time here and I want to listen to this, then great. I'm Jared. I'm Mike's internal marketer. So today, Mike has asked me to jump on here and talk just briefly about kind of the follow-up sequence that we do with our potential clients. So this is a great subject because there's the norm or what we all think should take place, which is official, uh, which is like, Hey, thanks for, you know, filling out the form. We'll get back to you shortly. Or, Hey, thanks for filling up this, you know, this calendar to book a call. We'll be in contact shortly. That's what everyone's doing. And the reason that they're doing that is that they're seeing it as efficient. And so from their standpoint, they're like, this is a very efficient way to communicate. And that's what customers want. They want efficiency. They want a smooth process. And so by me just taking, telling them exactly what is going to happen next is being efficient. Now, this is a good mindset. Efficiency, I'm a sucker for it. It's one of my internal core values is conquering efficiency is how I, the, the wording of my core value. Conquer efficiency. So every part of my job, everything I'm trying to do is be efficient as I can. And in, if I was dealing with a cleaning company, I would appreciate efficiency. However, this is where this needs to, we, we need to swing our mind this direction. As great as efficiency is, it can get lost with a, a, a busy mindset of, yeah, who, what, cause, what, what cleaning company was that again? What was their name? What, who were they? What, what number, what number bid was that? I have, I have no memory of them. I don't know. You get clumped in. And if you are just clumped in with everyone else, we're missing one major aspect to the game, which is the element of being unique or standing out, having something about us that's different. Now, picture this. I, you can't see me. Well, if, unless you're watching this on YouTube. Well, I'm looking at it right now. It's, I, I usually have red hair. I live, I currently I'm in Mexico. I'm in the sun. And so it's not as red as it normally is, but I got red hair and I got long hair. And People identify me as that, especially in Mexico, as like, hey, yeah, that's the gringo with with red hair, right? That's who that guy is. And so instantly someone can say, who's Jared? And they say, he's the he's the big white guy with red hair. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that is a, a benefit to me if my whole purpose was I want to be remembered in Mexico is being a red-haired, t- tall white guy. That helps me. If I looked just like every other tourist or just like every other local, it I they would have to say, well, he's the guy that was here last Tuesday. He, you know, he ordered this or he got this. Or do you remember he was wearing like brown flip flops? And it's like, no, I don't remember him. And so you kind of have to say to yourself, well, what about me is different? And where can I show that? Now, you can see where we're going with this. In your communication style is one of the best ways to do it. And the reason for it is that it's an can be an automated, so you create it essentially one time, and it's an automated process that is the introductory 
to when they first connect with you. So they're going to go through ads or landing pages or schedule stuff or whatever, get on the phone with you. But then there's these sequences that come. And while you're laying in bed, eating bonbons and watching Felix the cat, they're receiving these, uh, where I got that from. Every once in a while, I pull out a weird analogy. That was probably the weirdest one I've ever pulled out. But while there's while you're doing that, they are, um, yeah, they're getting these sequences, and this is and you're building a relationship with someone without having to think and be involved and live at your computer or live at your phone or whatever. It's taking place as it's happening. So I want you to take a second and take a step back and look at your business and say, at what part from when they book an appointment with me, do they receive these emails? or receive a text, or receive something from me? At what point? And what is that message? Because this is what we do. We say, what I, if in a perfect world, this is what I would want for my customers. I would want them to call me, uh, you know, schedule a, a walkthrough, or you know, say I'm gonna hire you on the spot. And then what else do I want from them? Well, it would be great if they left me a Google review, and it'd be awesome if they told their friends about me, and it would be great if they kept me forever and just paid me bi-weekly if I'm residential or you know, if I'm a contractor or a, a commercial that they, I'm just with them for the rest of their lives, as long as they're in business, that would be my ideal. So what we do a lot is we cross our fingers and we just hope, well, I hope they leave me reviews. I hope that they tell their friends about me. I hope that they do this. Or we sometimes just say, well, I'm really good at my job. Therefore, it'll naturally happen because I'm really good I get, they're going to do those things for me. And we've had this conversation before of kind of what the psychology is of a consumer. So a consumer is giving you money. And so for them, they do feel like they're paying the debt that you are doing a good job. No one hires a cleaner and says, I hope they do a bad job. Everyone who hires a cleaner says, I hope they do a great job. And I expect them to do a great job. I expect this. So for example, I would never hand someone money to clean my house if I knew they were going to do a bad job. The only way I'm handing someone money to clean my house is if I expect them to do a good job. And so the expectation that you're going to do a good job is already there. So yes, there are ways you can go the extra mile. And we have podcast episodes all about that during the cleaning process that you can go that extra mile that can be like, wow, this is what I was expecting. This is what I received. It's bigger than what I expected. And that tends to lead more into this natural of I'm in debt to these people because they've gone over and beyond for me. Now, we're not going to go down that avenue. What we're going to talk about is the fact that because people have that expectation already, because they're already saying, well, I'm expecting you to do a good job. We can't rely solely on that. So what are other techniques or other ways that we can get people to want to hire us long-term or want to leave reviews for us or want to tell their friends about us? And the answer to that is we need to bring that relationship or develop a relationship or that red-haired, tall, white kid <laughs> uh, thing in their mind that they can say, yes, I like this company. There's aspects of this company that I really like. And so there, it's not necessarily that they're holding your cleaning to standard, though you should be at standard. What I'm saying is it's not there. Well, you know, my, I don't know if this cleaning company is as good as the other company, but they say, I really like them. They're great. And they do a great job. That's what merits a review. I really like them. 
and they did a great job. Just think about your restaurant's experiences as well. If you go to a restaurant and you eat a burrito and you leave that restaurant, you don't, nothing in your mind is saying, I'm going to tell my friends about this. And only if the burrito was the best burrito you ever had, or you had a great experience and a great burrito. That's what wins. And so I've got four kids. When I go to a restaurant and people tend to my kids, they take care of them. They talk to them. They, they care that they are there and, and interact with them, all that kind of stuff. It, for me, makes me feel good. Makes it see that my kids are, these people are enjoying my kids. They are, yeah, they're interacting with them. And then the food's good. They're getting a good review from me. And you can have that same mentality with your follow-up sequences. So let's talk about this. Let's say that you're now within our program, we have people go through something called a sales funnel. Anytime that they're getting leads, these people are coming through sales funnels and we have them book the call that they're going to have. So we pre-frame them all within the ad and the, and the funnel so that by the time they're ready, they book a call. And that's essentially what gets notified to the business owner. It's like, hey, someone has been pre-doctrinated, knows what they've signed up for, is excited about what they signed up for, and they've booked a call for you to kind of close the deal more or less. And so if it's even residential or commercial, have that phone call, talk about those things and help move the, the sales process forward. When someone books that call, they are saying, hey, I'm going to, yeah, I'll call you tomorrow or essentially call me tomorrow is what they're saying. Call me tomorrow at three. So there is going to be somewhere between a 24 to 48 hour period that is radio silence, unless you have some sort of sequences that are involved in that. And those sequences shouldn't be, hey, thanks for your call or thanks for booking your call. And we'll, you know, we'll see you on Tuesday at three or whatever. What it should be is, is a part of your core values. So part of what it, you, represents your brand and who you are and your personality and something that makes you a bit different. And so taking that time to be a little bit more chatty and fun and core value-y as opposed to efficient. Now, you still are being efficient. You're still going to tell them, remind them of the times, but we can take that and offer value during this. So for example, if someone books, let's just say somebody books a call residential, we'll say in this scenario, somebody books a call and, or let's just say once a bid, so they fill out their thing and say, this is my home. I know some of you guys have websites that like, Hey, this is my home. This is my square footage in my bathrooms. Or they hit you up on Facebook. They, Oh yeah. You wrote in a Facebook group. They respond and say, Hey, hey how much are you? What is this kind of thing? You can set up an automation and email and, or, and Facebook messenger that pops up that says, Hey, their name, Sally. This is so-and-so's cleaning. Super excited that you've reached out. I currently have all my, my cleaning fairies are all out doing their stuff. And this is some of our befores and afters of what we do. If you're interested in pricing, go ahead and jump to this landing page. And this will it'll have you go through this cool form. You'll get to this calendar. You'll fill out this calendar and we'll get on a phone call. Looking forward to meeting you. Bye. Now, do you see the difference between that and this is how much I pay square footage? This is how much I pay square footage. Now, the workload didn't change. Because if somebody hits you, let's just say you get 10 messages on Facebook, you got to write out what your square footage is for each of those people. Or you have an automated message that has before and after pictures, talks about your process a little bit, shares what makes you great and how you're going to solve their problems. And then invites them to go to a landing page that's going to indoctrinate them all in that direction. And then they fill out and book a call. Now, how much better is that lead going to be when they book that call as opposed to someone who's just tire kicking from the beginning. And that's a, a small example of how you can take this automation and 
you know, now let's hold it against the 10 who, you know, the 10 that you're responding to versus if it's automated, you responded to zero, but maybe only one of them books a call. Well, that one saved you so much time. So it was a really efficient process. And they're so much further down the sales funnel because you've been able to have that interaction with them. So from a commercial standpoint, yeah, if somebody books, hey, I want to bid and they book this thing and you get a calendar and they say, all right, yeah, call me tomorrow, whatever. You can start the sales process right from the automation. So you can get in there and say, hey, because if you just email them out of the blue, you know, and they're like, hey, let me tell you all about me. Like that's not going to work. But if it's like, hey, you booked a time, this is a reminder email that you booked this time here. Now, let me tell you what you can expect on this call. What's going to take place or what we're going to talk about or what this is about. And you're just getting them more involved in your process of what it is. And so you're kind of taking that lead role, which is really helpful and great. But you're then you're also kind of moving that towards um, you're, you know, being involved in creating this relationship with them. And so this can these automations can take place anywhere. This we're just talking top of funnel at this scenario, but like you can have something that goes out after a month of an anniversary email that just says, Hey, we've been together. You know, this is great for house cleaning. And then for commercial, you can have your, your six month anniversary or whatever it may be and keep them in the loop of what you're doing and just make those emails light and fun. So just keep in mind, and this is where I think people get confused is they're like, well, I don't want to receive a bunch of emails from my cleaning company. And so I don't want to be the person that's emailing everybody. And I agree with that. You don't want to be the person who's just constantly sending out emails. It's just like, Hey, what's up? Let me talk to you. But if they are, if they have meaning to them, and so there's always meaning like, hey, you booked a call with us, for example, here's reminders of these call times. You can add your personality into those reminders and kind of make them fun and different so that you become the redhead, right? That they notice and remember. And if they go through this, if they, let's just say that one of the text messages that reminds them an hour before your call goes out, makes them laugh a little bit. They look at that and go, oh, that's funny. And hang up and, you know, close their phone, close their phone. One of my 1999, close their phone, turn off their phone and move on with their life. How much more powerful is the fact that they saw something that you sent them and it made them laugh. And then an hour, you're going to call them and they need to answer the phone. Do you think you've increased the, the the chance of them answering that phone? Oh yeah, totally. Because you've A, reminded them, but B, created that relationship that's there. So this is what I want you to do is I want you to, and you know, I always believe in realistic homework assignments. And so sure, we can look at our entire sales process from clients have been with us a year to first time we got done cleaning someone's house or when we just made a bid and they didn't accept, like all those can receive communications and can be part of relationship building. So yeah, keep in mind, if you get a bid and you don't win, that doesn't mean you're gone forever. So you can still have and tailor that relationship or, you know, send an email that kind of is lighthearted and fun and, and let them know, Hey, bummer. We were excited, but you know, we're still, we're still around. We're still here. Blah, blah, blah. So I want you to take one part. I recommend where you start is as close to the, to the, to the sales funnel as possible. So if your website or whatever has a spot where they fill out a form and then it goes to a thank you page and that thank you page says, thanks for contacting us. We'll get back to you shortly. Start there. Start there and say to yourself, what can I do on this page that can make them a uh, build a relationship, start the relationship going, be um, tell them what it to actually expect. Cause thanks. We'll reach out to you shortly. Doesn't tell them what they actually expect. When now should I sit by my phone? Should I, what do you mean? 
So we teach internally. We have a video at that stage because we believe that a lot of that, uh, they haven't seen who the person they're going to be talking to and how powerful it is it when they fill out the form and hit it when a video shows up and it's you and you say, hey, thanks for filling out this form. Looking forward to a call. Here's what you can expect on this call. This is what we're going to be going over. This is this kind of stuff. I'm going to be calling you. I'll send you out a few text messages. Look out for those for reminders and really look forward to seeing you. Bye. That right there is a very basic generic template, right? There was nothing special about it but there is something special about it because no one else is doing it. And so the fact that they get to see your face and and learn more about what to expect on that call is going to make a world of difference. And so your homework assignment is that. Look at what is closest to the funnel and what automation you have there and make it core value-y. And I, think you, I hope you know what I mean when I say that, but make it so that it's part of who you are in that follow-up sequence so that you can um, really be attract- attractive and win over those clients and stand out. So hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and you've got work to do. So go do that work. If, by, by, if you're listening to this and think, I like what I'm hearing, we always say it, we got coaches that are great. That if you want to jump on a call and get that free service. I think it's awesome. Get that free service. Go for it. Um, there's always links in these podcast episodes or wherever the heck you're listening to it that you can do that. So jump on that. Um, if not, then go do your homework assignment because you're today we're going to make your cleaning company better. That's our goal. All right. We'll see ya. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.